Hey, Cody Birch, welcome to the Cody Builds a Business podcast. Today, we have Marta Spurk, and Marta is another part of our alternative traffic series where I interview other experts that are getting eyeballs on their offers with something other than Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Marta is going to teach us about how she uses a Facebook group to get people to pay attention to her and then opt in for her lead magnet and then join her funnel that way. So here is Marta's bio. She is a writer, podcaster, and empowerment coach. She helps women to move past perfectionism, imposter syndrome, and comparison into visibility, credibility, and profit. She does this with her five-step process called Engage to Serve. Her podcast, which I was featured on last week, go check that out for sure. It's called the Empowered Woman Podcast and the Empowered Woman School Membership and Workshops. I know you're going to love this chat with Marta. She's got a really great strategy for us on how we can be using Facebook groups to better grow our business and not be so reliant on Facebook ads to do the same thing. Want to know what it really takes to build a thriving, profitable business from the ground up? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business Podcast. Your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. Hey, before we go to the interview today, I wanted to make sure you knew about my newest workshop. It's called the Laidback Launch Workshop, and it's something that I am really, really proud of because when you go to launch your next program, course, membership, mastermind, whatever it is, you can get kind of bogged down in the details. And the temptation is to go ahead and build the thing and plan a big launch and get JVs and affiliates. And it's actually the opposite of that that I teach in the Laidback Launch Workshop. We talk about how to validate your idea before you even build it, how to get your first few customers, and how to build social proof and momentum towards a big spotlight launch in the future should you choose to do that. So to check out the Laidback Launch Workshop, just go to codybirch.com slash laidback. All right, we now welcome to the podcast, Marta Spurk. Marta, how are you today? I am great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. We were just chatting before we hit record because you've got some really interesting ways that you are getting traffic to your funnels that I'm excited to unpack with you today and this and this journey that I'm on to find alternative traffic strategies so people don't have to put all their eggs in one basket of paid ads. You know, God forbid their ad account gets shut down or their main source of, of, of humans and main source of eyeballs gets derailed. So I'm excited to dive into that with you. But before we do, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your business and about the kind of results you create for your people. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat. Um, so I work as an empowerment coach, uh, helping women entrepreneurs who have disengaged audiences, who are not very confident in showing up um, and gaining visibility. But of course, they need more eyes on their business, which is just what you were saying. And I help them create engaging content that will convert their audience into paying clients and leveraging social media for the most part, but building visibility in other channels as well. And what are some of your favorite ways to do that with the people you help? Is it through creating what kinds of content, blog content, video content, social stuff? What, what are your favorite ways to do that? So mainly social stuff, but I, I teach a lot of repurposing. So getting clear on your business pillars, on your main topics, then getting clear on the problems and the questions that your ideal audience has in terms of your expertise, and then building content out of that. But basically involving your audience in everything you do so that you're not just standing there saying, hey, I have all of this knowledge, come come find me or come buy from me. It's let me show you, you do have a problem. And now let me show you, I have a solution for this. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, great. Well, that's something that I think, you know, getting seen and getting visible and helping people encounter us is really is at the the crux of any reason we started a business. Yeah. We need to get seen by people. We need to have our ideas expressed out into the world. And for me in my worldview, I do that via, you know, quick lead magnets, paid traffic, opt-in, mm -hmm. email sequences, funnels, those types of things. Um, but I'm, I really 
have been feeling the urge or the itch to diversify my my traffic source and my strategy. So, so let's talk about that. Now, do you have in your business, what's your snapshot look like? I know you have a, a masterclass on your website. Is that kind of your entry point or is there another way that people find out about you? Yes. So I have this masterclass where I, I outlined most of what I'm going to be talking about here, which is this five-step process that I called Engage to Serve Method, which is, again, involving your audience in everything that you do. Um, and this actually takes them into learning a little bit more about my membership, which is for women entrepreneurs. It's called the Empowered Woman School. Um, and with that, I have one-on-one coaching. I am about to launch a group coaching program that's going to be six months. So I'm super excited to lead women into implementing because Lots of us already know many things, and it's in having that accountability um, and really being able to bounce ideas off of each other in a group, I find, is super helpful. That sometimes even in the membership is not as hands-on as in a group setting. So that's my next endeavor. But my main thing is the membership in 101. Okay, awesome. Well, if we just met on the street, I'd say, awesome, let's run some Facebook ads. But it sounds like you have a different way a different <laughs> way do. of doing that. So tell me, what's what's that like? Unpack your process for me. Yeah. So, well, back to what, when you were saying, how did I come across this and why did I decide to do things this way? And a lot came from the magnificent, amazing Jeff Walker in, in talking about launching and talking about involving your audience and really that the pre-launch is even more important than the actual launch. And once I started understanding that a little bit more, I took one of his ideas and I ran with it, which is to create a survey and send it to your mailing list, post it on social media. And when I first started doing that, because I had done surveys before, I didn't get as much interest. So I was kind of skeptical, uh, but it is really interesting when you genuinely first unpack your business pillars, which is the first step that I that I teach and you break it down into specific questions, asking people, what are your struggles in this topic? What are your struggles in this topic? And you specifically give them um, options instead of just saying, you know, type it all down is to is to say, which one best describes you? You know, I struggle with this. I feel overwhelmed with this. It's easier for people to give you feedback if you're kind of feeding them some information. And that's part of the process, too, is using polls, is using questions instead of so much educational content. Because I see lots of people posting, you know, novels with beautiful uh, brand photographs that they take and pay a whole lot of money for. And people don't read those. They don't engage with those. And it's, again making sure that you're positioning yourself as an expert, but that you are willing to listen and build that relationship with your audience. So just a little bit of um, prefacing that to say that this idea of engaging and involving came from my understanding, my interpretation of what Jeff Walker says about having a pre-launch and building that relationship before you come with the offer. So that's, that's the beginning of it. But what I like to do first is once you have your business pillars, once you have really the pieces of content that speak to your audience and you're constantly repurposing that. So on Monday, you may ask a question and then on Tuesday, you may create a poll based on those responses of what somebody said. Uh, you can create a podcast episode, a blog, all of those things is scheduling uh, a training after you asked all of those questions and it, it's become very clear that those people struggle with something specific, you say, wow, thank you for all of this response. Even though you already were going to train on this anyways, you show them that you listen to them first and you say, I'm going to give you three tips or three steps 
to solve this problem and you schedule that in your Facebook group. And you could do that in your page too. It's just easier to invite the members of a group if, if you have a group um, because Facebook will do the notifying for you, right? You, you, um, you were invited for this. If they check going, they will remind them of the event coming up. If you post inside the group and they have checked that they're going to that event or not inside the group, I'm sorry, inside the event thread, uh, Facebook notifies them as well. So that's a great way to stay top of mind and stay in touch with them. So you go ahead and you do this training and stop me at whatever point if you have any questions. Uh, once you do that training, which is going to be high level, just saying, you know, these are my tips, but I'm going to go more in depth in an actual webinar, which is what I call an opt-in training, meaning it's going to be off social media. They can't just stumble upon it. They have to register for it which is a lead magnet, right? They're going to uh, give them your email so that you can remind them of the event and eventually send them a sequence reminding them of your launch, of your open cart, which comes after the webinar, after the workshop, however you want to call it. So that's like the beginning of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is super good stuff. So let's do a an example. I kind okay. of just accidentally did this, but without a whole lot of strategy. Uh, about a few days before you and I are chatting now, I posted on Facebook and said, hey, does anybody, I just made this Trello board of how I launch products, courses, mm -hmm. memberships for my one a client. That's a true story. I had to build this for a client. I said, does anybody want a copy of it? And it has, as of right now, like 300 and something comments. Now, some of those are my replies, but it had, you know, over 200 comments from people yeah. like, oh my gosh, please, 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 please. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm, I'm sitting here like, I don't know what to do with this. So, so I'm DMing them like, here's the, here's the Trello board. Like, what are you working on? I need to eventually gate the content. By the time this podcast airs, I might be selling that thing for $10,000, but <laughs> it, it clearly hit a nerve and it mm -hmm. identified people or it sorted people that sounds like might have uh, problems or questions yep. around launching a new course. Mm -hmm. So I could, the next move might be, Hey, thanks for all of this, uh, all this question, all these engagement, all this stuff around launching products. I'm hosting a free training, maybe let's just say in a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Uh, but anybody like, you know, to get registered for that, it's next Tuesday at, at seven o'clock or whatever. Is that, is that, what should I do? Like, let's do a little example of like, because it's kind of what we're talking about, right? I mean, identifying those people that have that problem, showing them you can help them with a generous free training. And at mm -hmm. this point, I've got nothing to sell. I literally just made this Trello board for a client, but I've got a lot of people that sure have a lot of questions around launching. So maybe I should capitalize on that. What's the next move? Yes, totally. And I love that you said that I don't even have something to sell because a lot of the offers that I have created that have sold during this, doing this process that I'm describing here were offers that I created based on what I was seeing. And I know some people freak out because they because they like to plan stuff and bash stuff. I'm not that person. And that's why this works so well for me. It's because I'm literally listening to what they're telling me and then creating a title that best describes, you know, what they were asking that was going to be super enticing based on what they said. Because that's what I see a lot is that people create this amazing course with an amazing title, but nobody's asking for that. So yeah they're not going to buy, even if the content is amazing. It's because you didn't take the time to listen, but I could talk forever. Let me back up. So I would, this is a great way for you to invite people to your group. Cause that's another thing people struggle with. How do I get people in my group? Announce outside of the group that you're doing something inside the group that they have to join for. So that's one thing. And you could capture their email right away as they join your group, by the way, if you have, right. you know, the questions and they answer for that. So they join your group, they come to your thing and it's a basic training. So maybe 
you don't go a whole lot in depth. So that's when you would kind of plan for a more in-depth training outside, making sure you don't give out a whole lot of information. So you could kind of start mapping it out. But I usually create like slides and points the day before because I'm so spontaneous like that. And because I like to gauge, you know, what people are saying and what they're most interested in as well. So after that, well, in the training, you would say, I hope you got a lot of information, which people usually do. They're like, oh, this is so helpful. And you say, I will go more in depth and actually teach you, you know, the best ways to do X, Y, Z in whatever it is that you're teaching. And then they're going to, to register and sign up. And I recommend spending at least a couple of weeks because I'm not running ads. That's, right. that's my methodology is spend couple of weeks or at least 10 days where you're going to be talking about this event outside of social media, emailing your list and saying, register for this. And um, in the beginning, I was sending even DMs to people to say, hey, I have this event. I would love for you to check it out because it's free. People usually register. But in the last few that I did with this method, because like I was saying, you really build a momentum and people expect it to, you know, like you're doing this again. I've missed the other one. Let me make sure I register for this one, you know. So constantly doing this, people will register more and more and the more you talk about it as well so within two weeks if you're regularly posting again asking the questions making the polls and you can even respond to people's comments and say oh so you struggle with this i'm actually hosting a webinar next week make sure you register and since it's free people will register even if they don't show up live offer the replay they'll be in your email sequence getting all the you know the 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 reminders and all of that so then you actually do something more formal where you're going to have slides and specific information and the call to action at the end is going to be your actual offer. And all of the times that I've done that, even before I got to the actual link or the price, people were like, where's the link? Where do I sign up? I, I had to hurry through my slides because right. I prepped them so well. Yeah, that's amazing. So I've got to, I've got to admit, I, I told you this already. I, I don't have a Facebook group, not a very, I have a paid Facebook group. I love the, that group. That's awesome. I make money you know, from the group. It's incredible. I don't have a paid Facebook group or a free Facebook group, mm -hmm. at least not one. I, there technically is one, but it's just totally dead. It's just tumbleweeds blowing around in this, in this digital wasteland. Um, so if I were to restart that group, one of the parts of my framework that is on that Trello board, I call it a laid back launch. It's just kind of my mm -hmm. take on like the Stu McLaren founding member launch or wherever we learned that whoever there's nothing new under the sun wherever that came yeah. from so laid back launches is something i'm going to start branding and talking more about it's a really interesting first step to validate an offer to get paid before you create and lots of stuff like that yeah. so i'm thinking about making the group uh something like laid back launchers you know like a thing that people might want to because the idea of a launch i love jeff walker love Stu, love amy porterfield love these people but their mm -hmm. launches can feel really complicated they take yes. a, long, a lot of time a lot of complexity a lot of moving parts mm -hmm. so my gut is and based on how i've been talking to people when i say would you rather do a laid back launch they're like what is that like because i've launched before and i made a bunch of money but gosh it was hard and paying out the joint yeah. venture partners and all of the complexity uh. leading up to it so is that what like prove that that's a bad idea. Like, should I, like, is that a good idea to make, make a new free group, call it laid back launcher saying, Hey, most of all those people that download that Trello board, jump over to that group. We're going to talk more about how to become a laid back launcher mm -hmm. where you can get these kinds of benefits and live this kind of lifestyle. It, am I on to something with that train of thought based on what you've seen with your business? Yes, 100%, because I think there is this fear and this stigma around launches. And I see lots of entrepreneurs 
uh, talking against live launches, especially like for me being a mom to small kids, there's lots of entrepreneurial groups for moms that say, you know, screw, <laughs> screw live launches. We don't have time for this. If anything can go wrong, it will go wrong when I actually have to do something. So don't do that. So there's definitely a market and a niche for that. Um, I do still believe. So essentially what I have been doing that has been working is it is still of sorts called a launch. But it's an ongoing relationship with my audience and I'm constantly coming up with new things. So I find it fun. And sometimes launches can seem like a lot of work because you're concentrating so many emotions and so much work in those specific times of the year. Why not release some of that stress and do it more often? Because then you're practicing more often instead of just twice a year, you know. Yeah. Even if it's with smaller stuff, maybe you're not making as much as you would in a big one. Still do the big ones if you want, but do do laid back launches. I'm all for that too, uh, because you have to prep your audience. And if you're prepping them, then it is kind of a launch because you're not just saying, here you go. This is what I have. It's let me feed you some information and then I release it. So I don't know what other word to call it, but I, a laid back launch sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I'm just curious on how to, I have ideas of how to, it's kind of funny, We the, the old saying of like, you can't see the label from inside the bottle. Like I'm literally talking to you right now on how to launch things. And I'm like, but how do I launch a Facebook group? Well, I know exactly, you know, the exact same way, like you're being very polite right now. And I'm like, hey man, have you ever thought about using that framework you said you just made on how to launch things? Like that's what I should do to build some anticipation. I'm just for me, I just got to get the ball rolling. And I, I find, and I bring that up because like my wife is going through Amy Porterfield stuff and I adore Amy. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. My wife needs to uh, launch a virtual event um, course. And so Amy's like, make a podcast about it. My wife's like, I don't have a podcast. Mm -hmm. Write a blog about it. I'm like, well, I don't have a blog. And if I did, it wouldn't be seen. So is there anything else that, you know, I should be doing? And so she's like, do I make a group? Like, well, how do I get people into the group? And how do I, you know, add value that way? So in the Birch household right now, there's a lot of discussion on, you know, how to um, assemble, like when I've, when I was, even I was talking to people about coming on the show for alt traffic strategies, some people are like, I have a huge group. I'm like, I know, but how did you get the group huge? Like, mm. that's kind of the whole point. Like what was the beginning point? And it sounds like with what you're teaching me, it could be something like that. Those sorting questions, those poll yes. questions, those open-ended questions, those who else struggles with launching questions and then mm -hmm. inviting those people. I guess via DM, right? To say, hey, there's a place where we're hanging out. You, you did, you just had this problem. There's a place where we're hanging out to get some relief. Would you like me to invite you to that room? Yeah. Um, is that what we're talking about? Is that kind of bring all the pieces together of how to build yes. a group so we can do with the rest of the part? Yeah, I mean, you could do it via private message, 100%. Uh, I know you have a huge audience. I don't even think you would need to, honestly, if you just post it on your wall, because that's all of the, the comments that you got from just saying, do you want this, is to say, always building the anticipation and talking about what happened, not just saying I'm creating a group, but you have shown me that you are interested. So I have created a group, join yeah. me now, you know? And then after that saying the group is, you know, blowing up, it's amazing. I'm going to be doing a training. People don't want to miss out. So they're definitely going to join. <laughs> Okay. Because I also tell myself this, there's no way this is true, but I'm like, yeah, groups are dead and people don't join groups anymore. And uh, that's definitely not true. When I jump into it's the, not. A, a, an excited group for usually for me, it is around a launch. It's a, uh, or, or something like a focused amount of time. And then next thing you know, you hit it off and meet people, cool people like you in these different groups that we're a part yeah. of. And, um, that can happen too. So is your group, um, we're not talking pop-up groups, right? Your group, what's the name no. of your Facebook group? It's called the Empowered Woman Community, Get Seen, Gain Trust, Get Paid. Okay, so for female entrepreneurs, go check that out. Find mm -hmm. Martha, are, are they allowed in your group or is it like, now you gotta know the secret code? No, 
they're allowed in. Just right, hop so on over. You're growing, growing your group right now by telling my listeners Yay. about it. It's great. Um, and uh, I forgot what my question was other than like you have a group, you have some momentum, and then yeah. you use that. So group. it's not a pop up group. I think you were kind gotcha. of going that direction. Yeah, it's it's right. not. And and, and, I, and I will say, just the other day, I, somebody in one of the groups that I'm in were saying, "How do I get people to join my group?" I feel like no one. It's crickets because there is something on Facebook I've heard before that if it's less than like 50 people, it it doesn't really get shown. People don't see yeah. it. Um, so you do want to grow it. it. It's not that having a billion people is super important if you learn how to nurture and you know communicate in there. But if you're not talking about it, and this is where I focus so much on visibility because people say they want eyes in their business, but they're not talking about their business. So every single time I focus on saying, hey, I'm doing something in my group, a bunch of people join. Just like last week, I posted a few times saying I'm going to be going live to talk about XYZ. I had like 30 people join just from my actual profile. So mm. people do take direction if you invite them and if you talk about it consistently. But if you don't talk about it, then, you know, it's wishful, wishful thinking. Yeah. Yeah. In my head, I mean, I know there are algorithms of, uh, I don't know the algorithms, but if like in my group right now, I think I posted when I was hosting events a year and a half ago, I was like, hey, I'm having a an event and you can see like it of the 500 people in the group, it was, you know, seen by three of them. Like yeah. Facebook's like nice try pal. Like you're not ever in, in here for, it's been years since yeah. you posted last. We're not going to bother these people with your stupid sales pitch. So mm -hmm. um, if I get a free group going, do you, uh, we've got a few minutes left. Can we talk about like what, what type of content do you provide in the group to add the value, to get the momentum? So when you say I've got a training or a launch or a new offer coming out, they're like, Oh my gosh, I just love this group. She's doing so much. In my head too, I'm thinking, well, I don't want to go like live in a group every day. Um, right. I've got a paid group. Like I don't want a paid group to yes. feel like they're getting more value in the free group. What mm -hmm. are some tips or best takeaways? What have you learned about how to keep the engagement in the group high without cannibalizing other paid offers that you have? Yeah. And that's a very good question because for a long time, I did not know what to do with my group until I started doing this priming technique of let me ask these questions. I have an agenda. I already know where I want to take these people, but they don't know that. So I'm going to be asking these questions again to prove that they have a problem, to yeah. make it very clear to them and to put some of the language in their mouths so that they're going to say, this is 100% me, you know, like even with poll options and saying, which one best describes you? I need more eyes on my business. I struggle with X, Y, Z. Sometimes people will say all of the options or they will even add some something else. So it's like, I'm clearly spot on with what I'm saying. Um, it's I'm in their heads, you know? So that already builds that trust of she knows something because she knows my struggles, you know? And then it's so much easier for you to pop in and say, I'm scheduling an actual training here. And I recommend doing this like once a month or a couple times a month. Because again, if you go live all of the time, just like what you're saying, not only is it time consuming for you, it loses its value. Like what is this lady coming on again for, you know? Yeah. So, and that's why this strategy works so well, because it's like, if I'm not doing it so often, it's not as annoying to people if they're getting tagged or invited to an event, because we're we're all being invited to a billion events from different people and different things. So if you're not doing it as often, or at least once a month, and it's on a very relevant topic that you have been discussing already, people get interested. And that's what I'm saying is that every single time I run these, more people say that they're going to watch it live, even if they don't come on live, like they actually respond to the event. Because there, there have been times that I created an event in my group 
that I was the only one that responded going to the event. You know, we've all yeah. gone through that. So, and, and, and that's why I like to emphasize to clients, don't get discouraged because once you do this, this first time or a couple of times, you're not going to see many people probably because they're not used to you doing this. Once you do it more, they're going to be like, oh, this, she brings amazing value. He brings amazing value. I have to show up live to, to get, you know, these answers or whatever it is. So keep, doing and you will see more interest and more people coming on because they're going to be expecting and they're going to be inviting friends as well. Like the last time I did one, I said, we're, we're almost to 700 members. Um, I would love for you to invite friends and people listen to me and they invited a bunch of friends and we hit 700 members. So mm. it's just, you know, you, you got to ask, you got to be vocal about it and just don't get discouraged if it doesn't happen right away. Because even to give you an example, when I first started teaching this, one of my clients created a poll and she was like, I don't think this is working. We, we are so quick to give up. I don't think this is working. And I said, why? I didn't get a, gain any insight from my market research poll. And I said, why? What happened? Everybody picked, most of the people picked the same option in my poll. And I said, this is great insight. First, she had huge engagement. A bunch of people responded. Second, it shows you that your options weren't that great because if they're picking the same option, you need to break that option down into more specific options so that they're going to, you know, get into more detail of why is this a problem for you? You know, so it's all a learning process for you and for your audience. That's why it's such a win-win because you get to practice your message, refine your message and they build trust. They, they get to know you more and trust you more. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I, I, anybody that's seen any ads or pictures of me on social media that knows I have this sign behind my head that says, prove them wrong. doesn't really mean anything. People believe in me and they're very friendly, but it's this manufactured <laughs> chip on my shoulder for just me trying to find that extra gear when things get hard or I want to give up to say, no, there's yeah. somebody out there working harder than me or wants to do something different. All that to say, when I do a Facebook live and there are zero people, I screenshot it and I like put it as my screensaver. Like, you know, you're not, you got to keep going. Like you got to prove yeah. them wrong. People aren't mm. listening yet. And I use it as a, as fake manufactured, you know, fuel and rage to keep I like me, that. I'm kidding on the rage, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, yes. I've done the Facebook lives to zero people. Mm -hmm. uh, probably did one in the last week or two. Like it's, it happens. So, um, yeah. thing, but you're right. The practice is helpful. So let me sum it up as I heard it. And if you have any last points or takeaways, uh, I, I welcome those as well. So step one, uh, you can, for me, at least uh, here's the filter I'm using. Uh, ask those sorting questions. Who's got questions on launching? Who's got questions on funnels? When it comes to Facebook ads, what do you find the most confusing? When it comes to targeting the right audience on social media, uh, what are your main questions or things like that, right? Get the conversations yeah. going, seeing what people respond to. Then inviting those people for me, because I don't have a group, invite them over to a group or start a big launch of a group and saying, I put this together for people just like you with problems, just like that, mm -hmm. where you can get those types of problems that you just admitted you had. You can get mm -hmm. them involved. And then periodically, based on the hottest trend or based on the intake questions or based on the amount of buzz in the group, and I say, hey, introduce yourself on the introductions post and then type like your biggest challenge in your digital marketing strategy right now. I'm assuming a trend would emerge. And then boom, I've got my first free training I could do in that group based yeah. on those intake questions of that first wave of people. And we're off to the races. And then as I have, uh, I have a closed membership, but I've I'm working on, you know, always have offers or workshops or paid workshops or new courses or things like that. I've got a lot of mm -hmm. uh, things I could do. Then invite them like hand off between the free group to off of social media. Now join me on GoToMeeting or on Zoom or whatever. Uh, and, uh, and then we'll do that training there where I make the invitation to buy a paid product, sign up for coaching, something yeah. like that. Is that what you, did I miss anything? Is there any points that I, that I missed? 
No, this is great. And actually what um, I've been doing that worked so well is to invite them to a paid workshop. I know you run workshops and that works great. And then after the workshop, which is already something paid, they showed commitment and they're interested. I invite them to my membership, even though I had kept it closed. I found that that was a great way to funnel them in because they already trust me. And usually you can't get everything done in the workshop and you're not going to, you know, figure it out on your own. So they're even more inclined to join the membership for the ongoing support. So that's another thing you can add on there that works well. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Well, thank you for the simple, actionable strategies for demystifying my my fear of Facebook groups and something <laughs> I should definitely do. So thanks for that nudge. You're listening of back course. to this in 10 years and you say, that was my idea. Now that that Cody guy's yeah. got that 10,000 person group, that was me. Uh, you can take full credit. Um, anything else, uh, where, where can people find more about you? Um, check out your stuff. What's the best place? Yeah. So I do have my podcast and I'm excited to have you on pretty soon here. It's the empowered woman. We talk all things, personal growth, visibility, profit, um, and empowering women, empowering women entrepreneurs, which I know is what you do and what you have done with me. Cause I've, uh, you've inspired me a lot with, um, all your ad strategy and copy and everything. Uh, but yeah, you can just find me as Marcus Burke all across the board. Um, is my website and I'd love to connect. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you.